Our next guest and our final guest on the Her Ice Class A Coaches Show is Emma Stauber, head coach of the Proctor Hermantown Mirage, the undefeated Proctor Hermantown Mirage, the class of Class A Section 7. Coach Stauber, how are you feeling and how are the Mirage feeling heading into the state tournament? Hi, um, we're feeling pretty good. Um, Obviously, we had a pretty successful season. Um, so far, going 18 and 0 heading into the state tournament. Um, so we're feeling pretty confident um, in what we've been able to accomplish so far. But we know that we got a lot of work ahead of us still. Is everybody healthy? Everybody's feeling good. Right now, yes. So cross our fingers that, that doesn't change. <laughs> do, do you hear us knocking on wood for you? Yes. Yes. Thank <laughs> you. I appreciate it. All right. Well, let's jump right in. I had this question for the Andover head coach. And I think it applies to the Mirage as well. Typically, Proctor Hermantown plays one of the toughest non-conference schedules in the state. Uh, that's generally when we've seen the team come down. They'll play Blaine. They'll play a couple of other metro area-based teams. Uh, being sequestered in the Duluth area for the season, how frustrating was it to play teams that, you know, you look at some of these scores, and those scores couldn't be beneficial for either team. How frustrating was that over the course of the season? Um, it was definitely hard to go from the schedule that we had planned for this season to the schedule that we were um, kind of forced to play this year just with all the protocols. But um, the biggest thing from the coaching standpoint was us trying to be positive um, all season long, regard regardless of what the situation was and what team we were playing. Um, we were able to spend a lot of time focusing on ourselves, which is, I, I want to say, an advantage. Um, a lot of times when we play the tougher's, tougher double-A uh, teams or the city's teams that we face, um, we do a lot of adjusting to them um, in order you know, to neutralize them or whatever it is that we're, we have to do in the game. But this year, we could really spend a lot of time focusing on ourselves. So um, as frustrating as it was to maybe not see some of that tougher competition to really test us, uh, we, we tried to take advantage of the situation and be optimistic about it. Uh, specifically when it comes to your goaltenders, it looks like they've split time almost it, actually dead on, four, 459 minutes each. Was that also one of the advantages of playing a – more heavily conference schedules that you could throw out whichever goalie there was no clear starter and now both goalies uh one would assume have you know just boundless energy going into the state tournament because they haven't been overworked yeah absolutely um we have two really really strong goaltenders um and it this season did allow us to split time with them and we were able to see both of them um unfortunately they did not see or they did not face a lot, um, <laughs> not, not only shot wise, but just like defensive zone in general. So, right. um, it was, it, it's been hard for the coaching staff to make a decision. Um, but we've told them all year long that their practice is where we're going to be spending a lot of time focusing on, on them and, um, how we're going to make our decision is going to be based off of a lot out of practice, um, and how we feel that they're holding up in that situation so um that's kind of just what we've had to do it, it just kind of is what it is but it for both of them it wouldn't be fair if we just picked one starter the whole season it just um I, playing in some of those jv games you know that was harder <laughs> uh for the players 
and it just kind of was what it was. So again, we're just trying to be positive about it and make this, make this year the best that we could. Emma, do you, uh, did you have a, a philosophy when you're dealing with, uh, or deciding which goalie to go with on a, on a nightly basis? I mean, like you said, both of them equal amount of minutes, both have got the same record. Uh, you know, Vivia is the, is the senior. Do you have a set plan or a rotation that you do? Like you got Tuesday, you got Thursday, or, or are you just going to hot hand? Or what was your thought process this year with those two? Um, this year there was a rotation. It was pretty much every other game except for we ran into the not the right rotation for senior night for Vivi to start. Um, last year we had completely different mindset, and I'm assuming next year we'll end up being the same um, as long as these protocols are kind of relieved a little bit. But um last year we we rode the starter we gave a, we gave each of them um because we had the same goalies last year we gave each of them a um a few games at the beginning of the year and then got into a rotation with whoever was the best goalie at that point um and so this year just with our schedule that's why I was kind of saying it wasn't fair to either of them um so we did get into a rotation and switched off the entire season until this last playoff um run here and and it kind of came down to the practice, um, what they were giving in practice, what they were able to do for first, second, third shots, um, or efforts at the net. So um, that so Abby has gotten the start. Um, so yeah. All right. Well, we've grilled you enough on the on the goaltenders. Let's move on to move <laughs> yep. on to some skaters. You've got twelve players that have recorded at least 13 points this season. Congratulations, by the way. That is yeah, an incredibly balanced team. Do you feel pretty comfortable throwing out almost any skater in any situation just on based on what you've seen this year? Yes, <laughs> which is awesome. Um, as a coach, it is very, very um, relieving to know that, um, especially going into the state tournament and facing some of the, the top players in the state, um, to have that belief in your players um, is is hopefully going to only help us um, in all situations that we may come across um, because you never know what's going to happen in the game. You don't know what player is going to be in the box, what player might get hurt, or someone that just got off a shift and you can't use that player for the next shift. You know, it's just – it's kind of a balancing thing. But the way that we've been running our program and um, this year – especially we ran four lines the entire season. Um, there was only a couple games that we needed to go down to three for more of a momentum gain. Um, not necessarily that our fourth line was not contributing or doing the right things. It was just a decision to get um, the other three lines in more of a consistent rotation where they're not sitting too long. Um, and to be able to do that, is to our advantage it can get frustrating sometimes for the players um but for the most part we've had a great attitude with it and they've understood and i think now especially being able to wear teams down like we did in our in our section they understand the com concept behind it what's it been like watching some of your underclassmen quite honestly flourish this season usually you would expect a freshman or a sophomore to get their skates wet for lack for lack of a better term but Nia Seeger a sophomore one of your leading scorers Izzy Fairchild and Hannah Graves a couple of uh, first years that are putting up some serious points as a coaching staff what's it been like to watch these young players step right in and sort of take what's theirs in terms of both ice time and scoring ability 
Well, it's been phenomenal to watch these ladies. And that's one thing that we've stressed with our team is that no one's position is safe and everyone's going to earn it. Um, so it doesn't matter what grade they're in. If they're going to be positively contributing to the team, they're going to, they're more than likely going to see ice time. So um, it's kind of something that we as a coaching staff has have expressed is that if they want it, they're going to work for it. And um, most of the time they're rewarded by getting more ice time. I know this year, just with the rotation, um, we haven't really sat anyone or played certain lines over the other lines, but um the other thing with that is that last year we had one of one of the um, we would say one of the top lines in the state tournament or not in the state tournament, but just in the state um, with Alyssa Watkins, Aurora Opsala, Michaela Finney. And we um, decided to spread them out to hopefully be leaders with these underclassmen. And that's exactly what they've done this year. And they've brought each each of them with them, the underclassmen um, with them and helped make them successful. So just, it's been a little bit of a balancing act with the players, um, but it's it's been amazing to just watch them work together, watch them grow. And they've, they've earned everything that they've gotten so far this year. That's a great point about Finney and Opsal and, and Watkins. I know Watkins and Finney, at least, I'm a little less familiar with Opsal, but Finney and Watkins have been with the team since I believe they were freshmen. So that has to help when you have a bunch of freshmen on the team to have seniors that have been in that position before where they were counted on so early. And they can kind of show the freshmen the ropes about maybe not trying too hard or uh, being easier on themselves when they make a mistake. Is that is that a fair assessment? Yeah, absolutely. And and that was our goal behind it. And we know that, um, especially like when we play the tougher schedules, we need to be able to have a third third line and occasionally a fourth line to help us get through some of these other teams with, with so much talent. And um, in order for us to do that, we need that leadership. And those three have done a phenomenal job with that this year. Um, and it, they just had a great attitude with it. It's just so fun to watch during, during practice and stuff, them take them under their wing and be positive with them, be encouraging and, and help them learn our system and make each other better. Like just working on um, different types of entries or plays offensively or um, better coverage in the D zone, all that kind of stuff. They just work together and they have a little conversation. So um, it's, it's truly been awesome to watch them. Um, step into those leadership positions that we weren't necessarily having them in last season. Coach, as you were talking about some of the players, and you've got obviously a, a good handful of superstars on this squad. You know, we talked about Michaela Finney and Alyssa Watkins, but is there a player on the squad that you feel has been really that unsung hero that doesn't get a lot of press, doesn't get a lot of stats on the score sheet, but one of those glue players that really helps the team either in tight situations or to excel in, in great opportunities? Um, though I could probably pick a couple of them. Um, Go for it. The, the more, the better. The, the one that I will say, um, that doesn't get much recognition is our defender, Sophie Perendo. Um, she is just an absolutely, we call her steady Eddie. Um, <laughs> we know what we, we know what we're getting with her every game. Um, it is so, she is so consistent. She is not a flashy player by any means. She's not gonna, you know, come down and just snipe goals all day long or anything like that, but, but she doesn't need to, she knows her role. She's our top defensive pair right now with Ella Anik. And, um, she, she is that 
she's going to be that stable D. She knows when to play defense. She knows when she can take an opportunity to jump up. Um, but she plays inside out hockey. She keeps everything to the outside. Um, she keeps everything on her forehand as much as possible. She makes tape to day passes to get out of the, out of the zone on our breakouts. Um, offensively, she's making great decisions at the blue line, just all over, just a steady game. Um, and those are the players that don't necessarily get looked at, um, because they're not flashy. They're not putting up a ton of points, but I, I know she is at having a personal best for her points this year. She played the entire season last year as a freshman um for us so that experience i know has given her so much more confidence um uh, but she's just an overall really really good athlete so um yeah i would say her very cool it's always it was always nice to get you know some press for some of those kids on either team and glue is such an a good term i think just to you know bring the team together but as we talk forward and go into this coming weekend with the big trip to the x how satisfying is it as a former alumni former Proctor Hermantown graduate bringing your your squad to the X I just like I don't even have words to explain it because it's so amazing <laughs> um I, yeah I was I was part of the um Proctor Hermantown Mirage team that made it to the first state tournament in 2010 and I just remember experience I had at that time we were um double a because we had the three schools now we're just with the two so we're single a but um it was such an, an amazing feeling um, knowing that you do all this work, especially in the off season and throughout the season to get your team to where it needs to be, to be successful and to get there um, is such an accomplishment. And now to be behind the bench and watch these girls and be, you know, be a part of it and see them grow and just, you know, just, especially this year, it's just so different and that have this opportunity. It's just like kind of, I don't know. It's so amazing just to to see their happiness, um, to do, be doing something that they love and have have the state tournament and have have that opportunity because we didn't know it was going to be there. So I think just with everything that's happened in the last year, it's um, even that more special to be a part of it and watch these girls have this opportunity. So we're really excited. Well, that's that's great to hear. Before we get to our million dollar question, I'm going to admit a mistake on on the air uh finney and watkins did not play as freshmen so that's my bad to the listeners at home and to coach stauber i apologize coach stauber no that's okay i think <laughs> they were i don't know that they played as freshmen but i know they did a sophomore yeah, because the majority sophomores. of our senior class was um, a part of the uh state tournament team in 2019 i believe it was yeah right. i probably so, should have just asked you you would be the expert no that's okay i didn't there was I don't have all the facts either, but I, I know the majority of our senior class was on that team. So, All right. Well, we'll jump into our million-dollar question right here. I need you to sell us on why Proctor Hermantown is going to head back up 35 with the Class A state championship. <laughs> um, I think it's just going to be all about – all about um, the focus that we have on ourselves. Like I've been saying, we've been um, focusing on all year is just worrying about us and finding ways to believe in ourselves and the ability that we have um, and make teams adjust to us. And that's a, that's the couple of things that we've been stressing to our players is, you know, 
let, why don't we make our opponent adjust to what we can do instead of having to adjust to them every time and playing scared? Let's make them scared and make them chase us and make them um, trap us or cause turnovers and make us make mistakes because we're just sitting in a situation where we're we're confident um, in our abilities and um, yeah, that I mean that's the biggest thing is just us worrying about us. And that's what we're going to be doing for the next couple of days. Hopefully we can get through tomorrow's game and um, live for another week. All right. Well, Coach Stauber, we appreciate you taking the time with us today. We'll let you get back to work and we'll <laughs> uh, we'll keep an eye on the Mirage this week and, and next week as well. Thank you. I appreciate it.